what it is so what's up everybody this is and so this is the anchor app that i'm using i'm actually doing double duty today so we're going to do the podcast and we're going to do the live video at the same time so last time we talked about repurposing this is how easy it is okay for people to uh, repurpose your content so today's topic is one two three four five things to avoid when trying to maintain your mindset as an entrepreneur or business owner five things to avoid when you make a decision that you want to um start your business for real okay so um here's the thing Oh, for those of you who don't know me, my name is Christina Thomas, founder of the Digital Boss Check. I help business owners, bosses, and coaches find strategies to increase revenue and conversions by way of digital products and content, right? And so last week, we talked all about content. Content is one of those things that it's going to make you money. If you do enough live videos, if you do enough YouTube videos, if you do enough podcasts, if you do enough of showing up on social media with intentionality, right, it's going to make you money. Like, it just is. And so um, a lot of people who've been able to build these huge platforms have the ability to connect with their audience organically, um, to be real, to show up consistently, and they build trust over time. And so, but when you make a decision that you want to do something with yourself and with your life, please believe that you are going to face what I call some level of spiritual warfare, right? So it's no secret, no, you know, mystery that I'm a Christian and some people might may think it's controversial for me to speak the way I speak and move the way I move I do believe that as a Christian I have a right to speak affirmations um and it's really just self-talk right it's just positive self-talk what am I saying to myself what what is my subconscious saying and it's not weird and it's not crazy um Speaking the word of God over your life and speaking affirmations are not the same. And some people might feel like Christians should not affirm themselves, but I don't see anything wrong with it because you're just speaking positively to yourself as it relates to your life and your future. And I think it's crazy how people feel like it's okay for you to put yourself down. You could sit here and, you know, say all these negative things about yourself and that's okay. But as soon as you get to a point where you want to change the way that you talk to yourself so that you actually believe in yourself is a problem, right? And so, um, like, for for example, I posted something the other day on social media, and it said, I don't chase, I attract. And then somebody sent a comment, like, they had a problem with that. And what does that mean? What does it mean when you don't chase, but you attract? It means that you put yourself in a position so that the energy that you put out into the world, it... Um, it causes, uh, uh, what is it? it? It's fruitful, right? So if you plant a seed, if you want to go into like biblical terms, if you plant a seed, it's going to produce fruit. If it's a healthy seed and if there's healthy soil and if the seed is being, you know, fermented or watered or whatever, right? So if you plant a seed, you're going to see a harvest. So I don't chase, I attract means that I put myself in a position where I'm planting seeds into people. I'm planting seeds with my words. I'm planting seeds with my actions. I'm planting seeds with my posture. I'm planting seeds and I know that I'm going to get a return, right? It's the law of reaping and sowing. If you sow a seed, you're going to reap a return. And that's really what that means. Um, 
A lot of times it's kind of like if you lose your keys and you're looking for the keys, looking for the keys, looking for the keys and you sit down and then all of a sudden it's like, wait a minute, where did these keys come from? And they just pop up. Sometimes when you stop chasing things and you just sit back and you let it be right, you do the work and let it be. Do your part and let it be. Post your content and let it be right um, show up in your business and let it be and that anxiety and that fear and that worry and that doubt. That's where me and my faith comes in where it's like, well, I've done what I need to do. So now I must wait or now I must, you know, kind of just sit back and allow the God to do what he's going to do in my life. Right. But that's not even what we're going to talk about today. But I just wanted to address that because I know that some people might feel like it's controversial for me to talk about affirmations. And I, you might see me post um, daily affirmations. I actually um, created a package of 100 affirmations for entrepreneurs who um, things that they could speak and things that they could share with their audience. Because I understand that the conversations that we have with ourselves matter like everything that God spoke into existence. He spoke. He said, let there be this, let there be that. And it's not that you're taking, you know, God's place or anything. It's just that you understand that we are made in God's image and you have the same power to be able to speak. Thoughts become things. Okay, we have the ability to manifest things in our life, good or bad. So I don't see nothing wrong with making um, taking a posture of I'm going to attract good things to me and to my life. Right. Because I'm not going to accept the negativity. A lot of times people can't find a breakthrough. Anytime you make the decision that you want to go for more, anytime you want to make a decision that you want to become more, that you want to be more and do more like you're going to face opposition because especially in entrepreneurship, because you are overcoming a generational curse. Right. You're overcoming poverty. You're overcoming lack. You're overcoming um, poverty mindsets. And so anytime you want to be a paradigm shifter and you decide, okay, whatever's going on in my atmosphere, I'm not speaking to that. I'm not receiving that, but I'm going to overcome and I'm going to go to the next level and I'm going to speak against my circumstances. Our circumstances are so loud sometimes, right? Reality is so loud. Life is so loud. And so when you make a decision to be a paradigm shifter, you take a position in the posture posture. It's almost as if warfare, because you have to be bold enough to stand against everything that you see and bold enough and strong enough to believe against everything that you see and know that there's something better that's coming to you, coming for you, coming to your life, right? As you obey what God has shown you about who you are and as you obey who he has called you to be. Right. And so, um, yeah. So four, five things to avoid when you're trying to get your mind right for business. Okay. So when you're trying to get your mind right, these are five things to avoid. Okay. Because you're, it's not going to be like, oh, well, I'm going to, you know, become a six, a five, six, seven figure earner independently. And there's not in no warfare. Okay. That it doesn't work like that. As soon as you make up your mind that you want more, people are going to come out the woodworks, right? And you'll be surprised. It'll be your friends. It'll be your family members. It'll be baby mamas and baby daddies of friends and family members. Everybody's going to look at what it is that you're doing. They're going to look at your light. They're going to look at what you have going on and they're going to have something to say. Okay. So prepare yourself for that. 
in preparing yourself for that, why that's the even more reason to affirm yourself, right? And not only the promises of God, but in the way that you choose to think. You have to train your mind to not be negative. Um, scientific studies showed it a lot, a lot of our mind is negative. Like there's a large portion of your mind is naturally negative because when you, you know, start walking and moving around as an infant, you start getting into things. And the first thing that people tell you when you try to do something new and you're in a discovery phase of your life is no, right? So can you imagine an infant that can walk and now they see, you know, that baby powder that mom always puts on me and it smells good. But now I don't have to wait for mom. I could go over here and get the baby powder myself. Okay. And what was mom, what's mom's reaction? No, the Vaseline, you know, that mom uses to put on my skin to make my skin all nice. Ooh, this feels nice on my skin. And then your mom walks in and she catches you with Vaseline all over your hair and your face and your hands and your legs. And what does she say? No. Right. Those um, cookies that they just brought from the store in that bright red package. And you can imagine yourself being an infant and knowing, OK, these cookies taste so good. I want to open up this bag of cookies right now. And you crawl over to the cookies and you know how to stand up. So you're standing up and you're trying to bust the bag open. And what is mom going to say? No. So naturally, a lot of times when you want to try something new in life, like you're used to people saying no to you from an infant and you know it's not because they don't love you it's because they're setting boundaries however um when you decide that you want to shift and go into a new place you have to know that there're going to be some negative mindsets some things some words some phrases some thoughts that you might have subconsciously that you don't even know right and they come in the form of self doubt and they come in the form of um self-sabotage and we're going to talk about that a little bit later and they come in the form of imposter syndrome and we're going to talk about that later and so whenever you make a choice or a decision like hey I'm going to go this way and I'm going to do this with my life like a lot of times there's this opposition from within you right and because so many people don't do the inner work to work through those issues um their first reaction to you pursuing where you're going if they don't understand and if they don't see you properly is that same no that you would get from your mom or from your grandma when you were infant or when you were toddler and you're exploring the world and you're going into new things and so you have to be strong enough in your mind to not allow the negativity that's around you because please believe people around you do not want to see you go to the next level they don't want you to leave them behind right they don't want to feel left out they feel like because their dreams didn't come true that you know nobody else should have you know and that's a lie from the pit of hell if you have the ability to obey if you have the ability to create if you have the ability to believe if you have the ability to have the tenacity to not give up even when it looks like it's not fruitful for you then you have the ability to win period right so the first thing that you need to that we need to let go or one needs to let go of when going into your next level in your business and just building your dream. It doesn't have to be a business. It could be a nonprofit. It could be something that is a purpose call. It could be something that God has called you to that might not be popular and it might not be popping, but you know that this is the assignment over your life, right? So the first thing to let go of is those negative mindsets. How do you go let go of those negative mindsets? Um, Through reading your word. If you are a Christian, through reading your word, um, 
through, you know, reading different books about shifting your mindset, um, through reading, through personal development. Personal development is a great way for you to shift your negative mindset because you are listening to authors who have overcome, authors who have, you know, achieved something that you want. Um, a lot of times people say they can't afford a mentor, but you can get mentored by somebody through a book through a really good book. So in order to shift your mindset, it just might take for you to listen to a couple audios or wake up a little earlier to go and pray and seek the face of God and get in your scriptures and do your devotional. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know about you, but I was just thinking about this. Like, I'm not the same if I I don't do my devotional. Like, if I don't do my devotional, there's something about being in the presence of God. And I'm not trying to go all, I'm a church girl though, so I'm not going to apologize for it. But there's just something about taking time to pray and spend in the presence of God that re- restores you and refreshes you and gives you joy and gives you peace and gives you grace and love and all the fruits of the spirit so that you can be a better person in the world. Right. And so I think the best way to be fruitful spiritually is to spend time with God. Why? Because that's going to allow you to be fruitful in your business, to be fruitful in your relationship. And that's what wealth is really about. Wealth is really about being happy and having peace in the inside, right? The second thing that you want to let go of is unsupportive friends and family. Now, you, you, it's not that you don't love them, okay? It's not that you don't love them. And it's not that you, you know, will never speak to them again. But if you have your mindset on going in this new direction and, you know, you got the green light as far as, you know, you went, you prayed about it, you, you know, you went through the thing and everything is good. You cannot surround yourself with haters purposely. Like once there's this one uh, quote or this meme on Instagram that says, I will unfriend, unfollow on everything a draining soul real quick like there i mean have you ever met somebody who complains like all the time about everything and even if something is good they're gonna find something bad about it those are the type of people you want to avoid when you are in the process of building right and, and matter of fact don't even share your ideas with people who can't handle the full capacity of who you are you know what i'm saying sometimes you have to categorize people like somebody might be a nice work friend they might be a nice lunch buddy but they're not a purpose buddy and they're not a destiny buddy and they're not somebody that you necessarily want to be sharing your personal business with you feel me like you you some people who is they're not meant <laughs> to go with you to the next level and it's not that they're a bad person but it's just that you cannot take them with you to the next level it's just not gonna work sis it's not gonna work out because i'm over here speaking life i'm doing the inner work i'm working on myself i'm doing personal development i'm speaking positive things over my life i'm speaking the promises of god and the scriptures over my life I believe that God is gonna do it for me and I don't need any negativity right around me so there's certain people who you cannot talk to about your next move don't matter of fact don't even talk about your next move just make your next move and sometimes it's nice you know to have somebody to talk to about what you're doing but you gotta know that everybody does not want to see you in I'm being real with you now I'm not I'm not playing Like I'm being real and I know I'm looking all over the place, but I'm over here podcasting too. So I'm just thinking, but yeah, so, um, 
Be careful and cut off unsupportive friends and family. And when I say cut off, you don't have to necessarily, they don't have to know that they've been cut off. Okay. There's a way for you to cut them off smooth without them even knowing that they've been cut off. And the way that you do it is you set boundaries around your communication with them. Right. So if I call you, it could be a mother, it could be a sister, it could be a cousin, it could be a spouse. I'm not going to discuss this with you. If they ask you how you doing, you know, every how you doing doesn't need a full explanation of how you really doing. Some how you doings are for different levels. Like I was watching something on television about things that could float in the water. And it was talking about how um, the more dense something is, the more it sinks to the bottom. But the less density is, it sinks to the top. It floats to the top. And that's the same with your relationships. All of your relationships are not meant to be deep. Everybody doesn't need access to the deepest levels of you. And so sometimes you might have to take, and I hate to use this analogy, but you might have to take like a more dense standpoint where you keep your surface level with people like, oh, how you doing? Yeah, I'm fine. How was your weekend? Oh, I did this, 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 and that. And then, you know, share funny Facebook memes and laugh. But there are some people who have been called to you to, you know, go into the deep, cries out to deep, right? And so, you know, your relationship with God and your prayer time, right? If you have a prophet that's called to you or a coach that's called to you and you have a coaching session, if you, you know, go to therapy for whatever reason and you have a therapist, but even with that, be careful because a lot of times people will try to discourage you from doing something because they feel like it's stressful and they're trying to protect you. So just be careful. Um, You can test people, right, by letting them know a little bit. And based off of the way that they react to it, that's going to, you know, determine how you move and how the conversation flows, right? So if I mention this thing to you and it seems like your tone change and, you know, your countenance changes and you just like a little bit just like on some hater vibes and it's like no I don't think I should continue to share this with you because what has happened to me is that I've opened up to the wrong people about things that were deep and it was supposed to be a dense relationship every relationship is not meant to be a deep relationship and I hate to say that but some people is just surface level like oh how about those calves right and you sincerely care about them, you know, it's okay to talk about family. It's okay to talk about current events, things on the news, that type of thing. But as far as going deep, when you go deep with somebody and they reveal who they are to you, like, hey, I don't support your dreams. Hey, I don't, you know, whatever. That's when you know, like, okay, well, I can cut you off by just not talking to you. And when they come and ask you about it, you could just be like, oh, you know, kind of brush it off and change the subject because you already know they don't really support you. And when you are in your building phase, it's kind of like a cocoon. You don't want to cut it open too soon you don't need everybody to know everything that's going on inside of you too soon because um somebody who doesn't know how to handle you might rob you of the opportunity of turning into that butterfly by um contaminating your dream with their negativity and their doubt Okay, and then we're dealing with a family member like that. You just I would recommend, you know, just either keep a journal or just keep it to yourself. And I know it's hard to keep it to yourself, but that energy that you use to talk about it, you can actually use that energy to put work into your business instead of sharing it with that person that's going to discourage you. 
right? So the next thing is imposter syndrome. And that's when you start to, you have an idea, you have a vision, you kind of know where you're going. Um, you have, you know, an idea of what it looks like for you to show up as the best version of you. And you start showing up as the best version of you. And then you real, and then you talk yourself out of, everything that you've been building to work just because you might you know do a launch and if the launch didn't go like you planned and then you kind of get overwhelmed and then you talk yourself out of the vision right have you ever been to that place where you're building and you're doing and you're doing all the things and you've done all the things and you're in a good place but then you kind of talk yourself out of it so that you don't have to deal with it so that you don't have to be burnt out so it kind of goes like this. You start it and then you start looking for reasons to disqualify your own self for no reason. Okay. That's the imposter syndrome. And <laughs> it will cause you to forfeit your own success. Right. And so this is something to avoid when you feel yourself asking yourself, you know, who do you think you are? This is a good point to set automations in place in your business so that you don't have to hold on. Hold on. Hold on. So I'm back. And this is part two of the podcast. And so we were talking about imposter syndrome. So some things that I do, because, see, I've been through this before. Like I've been through trying to build something. I've been through tearing it down. I've been through, you know, destroying it. And that's that's something we're going to talk about in a couple minutes. But what I've done to kind of stop myself from talking myself out of whatever is set up automations. Right. And so um, we did last week. We talked about setting your social media up through Tailwind and automating um your social media and automating your business in different ways. And so when you have automation set in place in your business, um, it saves you from tearing everything up. When you, when you develop, um, certain habits in your business, it saves you. So that when you might have a bad day or you might, you know, be depressed or something didn't go your way, you're building so you have systems in place where it's like I'm thinking about, you know, taking a social media break for my mental health, but I've scheduled out my social media posts for the next two weeks. So all I have to do is, you know, if you if you schedule them good, you put the hashtags in there already. You don't have to do anything. Everything's good to go. So you can set the automations in place to help you when you get to these emotional places in your business where it's like self-sabotage. Another thing, um, those people who do support you um might be a therapist might be a life coach might be a mentor might be a good friend like just going to them and them understanding how important it is to you and sometimes they might not so in those cases journaling has helped me like overcome imposter syndrome where it's like I absolutely have to show up as the best version I cannot afford to settle I cannot afford to you know um sabotage myself so we're segwaying so things to avoid negative mindsets unsupportive friends imposter syndrome the next one is self-sabotage right and so that's when you on your own go and do something crazy um towards your own efforts um with that could be something like deleting your social media page or deleting all your website because you just in your feelings or you know um cutting people off unfriending unfollowing people burning bridges stuff like that where it's like um you kind of you know 
get nervous or scared. I think those come from fear. I think imposter syndrome and fear come from being, no, and um, self-sabotage come from fear of failure. But here's the thing about failure. If you don't fail, like you'll never know. And then if you don't fail, then you won't really appreciate your wins. Like it's really truly part of the process because it keeps you humble. So then when you do make it, it's like, oh, wait a minute. Like I've tried this before. So I know this must have had to be in God because like I've tried this a lot of different times before and it didn't really work out. So I know it's not me. Right. That part right there. So avoid self-sabotage at all costs. The last one is bad habits. Okay, so I'm sitting here what seven months pregnant. I put in 40 hours a week. I got a whole toddler, a whole teenager, and a whole husband. But I'm still making time for my business. Why? Because I understand that the habits that I create are going to uh, be, you know, the catalyst in determining if I become who God has called me to become or not. Um, the habits, like podcasting, like at least once, maybe twice a week. It, it has to be a habit. Posting five to seven times a day, at least one reel a day, um, three times on TikTok a day. It has to be a habit, right? Because in um, I took a journey a couple years ago and just followed like a lot of people who were millionaire African-American women. And one trait that a lot of these women have is their consistency, right? And so consistency is one of those things that like it doesn't cost anything. It's almost like a soft skill. Right. It doesn't cost anything for you to be consistent and to keep your word. Like if I said I'm going to show up for video on Monday and Friday, then it's out there. It doesn't matter if 100 people hear me say it or one. Once I put those, you know, once I put that out there, then I'm obligated to fulfill it. Right. As often or as little as I'm able to show up. But one thing I know for sure, if I remain consistent after a while, people are going to expect you to show up. And so consistency is so important. And I think a lot of people quit because it's hard to be consistent. Consistent is simple, but it's, it's not simple at the same time. Right. It's simple to show up, but it's not simple because life happens and situations happen um, guilt happens, shame happens, frustration and anger happen. And they put you in a place where it's like, okay, well, why should I keep doing this? Or you'll talk yourself out of what you said you were going to do. However, you never know who's watching you. And I believe that consistency is a form of integrity. When you say that you're going to do something and you put your word on something and you show up, it makes a difference in how other people perceive you. And it also makes a difference in whether or not they're going to trust you with their life or with their business or with their children or with their vision or with whatever it is, with their hair even like if you say you a hairstylist but you don't ever show up to your chair like sis I don't never see you like I've been here five times to make an appointment and you never here right why would I go or call somebody who's never going to show up and so you know creating the one thing to avoid is bad habits so you know we know what bad habits are and the key to being able to be successful based on what I've seen and following um, all these different, you know, success stories is that the consistency is 100 percent free, but it's so expensive. Right. It's 100 percent free, but it's so expensive because you have to sacrifice time. You have to sacrifice comfort. You have to sacrifice 
um, <laughs> being sleepy or being tired. Like people don't care about that. The only thing people care about is if you really going to show up, like you said, you was going to show up. Right. That's all they care about. So uh, bad habits. So let's go over these five mindsets or five things to avoid. You know what I'm saying? When you make a decision that you want to shift your life and you want to shift your business and you want to shift that relationship, whatever it is. Right. Negative mindsets. Those things we want to avoid are negative mindsets, unsupported friends and family. Right. Imposter syndrome being your own enemy. That part. Um, self-sabotage and bad habits. And, you know, if you have somebody in your life, whether it's a spouse, whether it's a friend who can call you out when they see you sabotaging yourself and they can call you out when they see you, you know, acting like less than that, you know, you are like, that's the ultimate blessing. You should keep, I feel the Holy ghost. You should keep those people in your life. If you are blessed enough to have somebody in your life who is strong enough to not care about your ego enough to call you out when they know that you're not performing at your best. You're not showing up as your best. You're not living your best. This is not the best version of who you said that you wanted to be. Like that's a blessing. You should keep those people in your life. Don't push those people away. Don't wear those people out. Okay. Cause people do get tired of dealing with other people's crap. Right. Cause I got my own crap I'm dealing with. Now I got to deal with somebody else's crap and they acting like they can't see, you know what I'm saying? That type of thing. So people, you have, you blessed enough to have people in your life that can call you out on your BS, keep them, love them, cherish them, let them know that you love them. Why? Because they can help you, um, achieve and reach your goals. You don't want a whole bunch of yes people around you. All right. We, we don't want to be our own enemy in this season. You don't want to be the person who's sabotaging your own life because of negative thoughts and because of lack of personal development. Um, one thing that I find, um, there's this book called the game of her life and how to play it. Um, her last name is show will Finn or something like that. And, um, this lady is so powerful in the things that she says about being intentional about your words and being intentional about your beliefs and what it is that you say and it, what you're saying is lining up with your actions. And she's also um, very big on speaking um, truth over your life. Your truth is what you believe it is. And when you make a decision, okay, I'm not going to be depressed anymore. I'm not going to be, you know what I'm saying, sad anymore. I'm not going to be broke anymore. Another day of my life. I will never be broke another day of my life. When you make the decision like today is my day, you know, it's my time, it's my turn. When you make the decision to really speak over your situation until you see a breakthrough in your life, that's when you're going to begin to see the the change. Okay, in your life with the words, when your words change, your life change, because instead of me thinking to myself, okay, and that's the importance of personal development and having the habit of speaking life, right? Because like I said, life's going to speak to you. Them bills going to speak to you. That job is going to speak to you. Okay, who am I talking to right now? That job is going to speak to you. That relationship is going to speak to you. Right. Your bank account is going to speak to you. But the thing is, what are you going to say back? What are you saying back to it? Like if you had the power and authority to overcome through your words, the Bible says we have um, they can't overcame by the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony. 
right? You don't have to wait until the manifestation of the miracle to testify, sis. You can even start um, testifying right now. You can praise him in the hallway right now as far as where you're going and where you're about to become in life. Like, you don't have to accept life the way it is. You can really wake up tomorrow and be like, I'm going to change the way I talk. And it'd be the little things, the little things that we say, right? You know, you're talking about yourself and you like, my fat behind, why would you say that if you want to be in shape? And you speaking over your life, my broke behind, why would you say that to yourself if you want to be wealthy one day, right? So did I change the things and those things when people say it's always something I had to reprogram myself and say it's always something good. Right. I had to force myself and reprogram my mindset of these little things, these little word curses that we speak over ourselves. And it's and it, it kills me and baffles me how people be so on board for the the foolery, right? Of it all. Like it's okay for me to say all these negative things about myself, but when I want to speak life over myself now was the problem. Well, guess what? Speak life anyway, baby. Okay. Wake up and say it's your day anyway. Wake up and and make a decision that your bank account is lying on you. Right. Speak to that thing. Speak to that relationship. Speak to that marriage. Speak to that, you know, business. Speak to that vision. And what do you want to see come to pass? I'm so happy and so grateful now that it's December 31st, 2021. And I have made X amount of dollars and I make it every single month. Right. And that's your expectation. The power of your words, the power of the spoken words. Lord, I'm so happy and so grateful now that, you know, I have a healthy baby. I'm so happy and so grateful now that I'm healthy and I'm wealthy and I'm strong. Right. I'm so happy and so grateful now that, you know, I would never be broke another day in my life. And the more that you speak it and you begin to believe it, you're going to see a change and a shift. Right. And so instead of saying that's always something it's always something good. Instead of seeing my broke behind, my blessed behind, right? Instead of seeing my fat behind, oh, I'm my healthy behind, right? And it might seem simple, it might seem silly, but I guarantee you, if you hang around enough people who find success in life, they not they don't play with their words. One thing that I know for sure is that people who are serious about wealth and success and overcoming and living their best life and being, you know what I'm saying, on their P's and Q's is that they do not play when it comes to them words. Don't just walk up and think you're about to say something crazy and think you're going to get invited to the party a second time because that's not happening. Okay, so I love you guys. And um, yeah, I'm about to go. Okay, I'm about to go. And the four five things to avoid when creating a strong mindset for your business and your vision, your goals, whatever it is, um, is to avoid negative mindsets, avoid unsupported friends, avoid imposter syndrome, self-sabotage and bad habits. All of these things are things that can be changed. I'm not trying to hurt nobody or point fingers at nobody, but I really do want to see you. Be great. Again, my name is Christina Thomas, founder of the Digital Watch Chick. Popping in for another week for another podcast. About to launch this boy. So everybody on Instagram, look out because she about to um go ahead and post that thing. Go ahead and follow me if you're not following me. Uh, right now, I am giving away some content for people who have a hard time posting consistently. Um, I have content packages that are created to engage, empower, nurture, and inspire. So you can download the content. It's absolutely free. You just have to sign up. There's a link in my bio on my page if you need it. 
and there's also a couple of the freebies on there as well as the content accelerator um ebook that you can get to accelerate your content to go from just creating random content to creating actual valuable content that's going to help people connect with you and attract the right type of people into your business so again this is christina thomas signing out for another week and remember you could do whatever you put your mind to period okay so i'll see you next week all right bye